Patrick Everson, as always, friend of the show, joins us every week. There he is, Patrick Everson, senior reporter, Vegas insider. Before we get into any of this college basketball stuff, I know it's big. Were you a color rush guy when the NFL did that on Thursday Night Football? Because it's rare, but it, both of us actually liked it. It didn't phase me one way or the other. I kind of liked. I'm a Denver Broncos fan, and I sort of liked it when they were involved. But um, I didn't really give a whole lot of thought to it. And hopefully, you can hear me okay. My mic's not set up quite yet, but are we no, good? Everything's, everything's good. Yep, you're fine. And it's Phenomenal. funny you mentioned, you mentioned the Broncos. I just talked about that earlier in the show. I love what they've done in free agency so far. So I think your Broncos mm -hmm. are ripe for a very, very good turnaround. All right, let's 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 start off with some of the Thursday, Friday games coming up. Uh, sure. I always like to just kind of let you go wherever you feel like it would be the best. Um, everybody is always looking for that upset, right? A 12-5, yep, yep. a 13-4, yep. whatever the case is. Where, and I don't know how much you have in front of you right now, but is there are you able to see all okay good because this is what i want to know i want to know what the most popular upset pick is right now well i think it, it's hard to say i got a bunch of information from betm jam this okay. afternoon uh went back and forth with seamus mcgee one of their top uh, sports traders there and just finished uh, in the last couple of hours an update um of an article that's got 14 of the 32 first round games in it so it's a pretty extensive article and a pretty extensive update and I just tried to kind of pick and choose some of the games that I thought would be the most intriguing. It doesn't have, there's not, there's not a one versus 16 in here. Um, I did throw in UCLA simply because they've got a little bit of potential injury issues, but that was the only reason I included that. I tried to focus on some of these games, like you alluded to, Nick, some of these games that, that could be pretty interesting and where people are trying to find the upsets. And you're right on point. The 12 versus 5, I just tweeted this out a few minutes ago. And again, this is off my article that's up at VegasInsider.com right now. But 12 versus 5 is really popular. Again, that's where everybody's seen. That's kind of everybody's go-to for the for the upsets. At BetMGM, uh, Drake especially. They like Drake not only on the spread, but they like Drake on the money line. They like Drake outright in that game. Uh, they like Charleston against San Diego State on the money line, not, not necessarily on the spread. They like Oral Roberts against Duke on the money line. Uh, at least that's how they're betting it early. And then the Virginia Commonwealth game, that one's kind of interesting. Uh, they like VCU on the spread with both tickets and money. But when you jump over to money line, and again, that's, uh, hang on, I'm trying to find that game here real quick. Drake against Miami. They, they Like I said, they like Drake on the spread. Tickets and money at BetMGM. Uh, are pretty heavily weighted to Drake. But on the money line, tickets are fairly heavy to Drake. Fairly heavy. I'm sorry, VCU. I'm sorry. I got I got confused. There. I'm sorry. I'm scrolling through so many games so There's fast that I'm losing games. sight it's of totally where I'm understandable. at. <laughs> VCU. So VCU, that's a situation where on the spread, they like VCU, 12 seed against number five St. Mary's. Uh, they like it both, both tickets and money are running – like tickets four to one, money three to one on VCU in the early going here at BetMGM. Money line is a little bit different. 87% of early money line tickets are on the Rams, the 12 seed, the underdog, but money is much more two-way, actually a slight lean toward the Gales at 54%. But, but in some form or fashion, all the 12 seeds are getting some pretty serious attention at BetMGM. And then also, you, you mentioned, you know, 13-4. I know this Furman-Virginia game is interesting. I feel like, you know, 
even though Virginia subsequently won a national title, people just can't get past that whole UMBC thing. Um, so they're looking at that one, 13 seed Furman against uh, against Virginia. That's a Thursday game, one of the first games of the, out of the gate on Thursday, in fact. And a bet MGM tickets two and a half to one on the, uh, or, or I'm sorry, tickets three to one on the spread and money almost five to one on the spread in favor of Furman. And then on the money line, just taking Furman to, Go get the outright upset. Ticket count two and a half to one. Money four to one at BetMGM. So uh, th- there are certainly those are some of the uh, seeds that are being planted early, uh, or flags maybe that are being planted early for potential upsets. And again, no surprise, twelve versus five. Everybody wants to figure those ones out. Pat, the game I wanted to ask you about. Uh, I think like a lot of the casual basketball fans might be surprised when they see the tenth seeded Utah State squad going against mm-hmm. uh, SEC school number seven seeded Missouri, and Utah State's actually a one and a half point favorite, which like a couple of years ago would have shocked me. I mean, Utah State they went all the way to the championship game in the Mountain West final. They actually had a double digit lead that they blew. They were seven and zero against the spread. A nice little run there going into that game, but. What's the book going to need here? Because I feel like the public's going to love Missouri, and I'm sure, I mean, I love Utah State, but I'm sure the sharp side is probably uh, the Aggies here, huh? Yeah, I think even though the Aggies are the favorite, they probably are going to end up being the sharp side in this game. I talked with one odds maker Sunday night right out of the gate who who feels as if this this is, they they had opened Aggies minus two, in fact. And that's come down a half a point, as you noted. But that odds maker said they, you know, he feels like the public is going to ride with the higher seeded SEC team here, and expects that ultimately they're going to need Utah State at BetMGM, as you alluded to, minus one and a half. And if I've got this right, I don't think that's moved off minus one and a half. It's been very stable, and it shows in the tickets and money. This is almost a dead even two way game, as we're still a couple of days out from tip off. Utah State taking 51% of tickets and money, so just a the, the smallest of advantages uh, for the short favorite in that game. You know, I see here you have most bet game on Thursday, Charleston versus San Diego State. I am hearing a lot mm-hmm. of people talk about that game. I actually do like Charleston in that. Not everybody does, but I've been mm-hmm. I've been leaning Charleston. Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting game. And as I alluded to when we were talking about the 12 fives a moment ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that's uh, another one of those 12-5 games. But in this instance, San Diego State on the spread, 58, 55% of tickets, 68% of money at BetMGM. And then that's a game where in, they're not necessarily favoring Charleston on the spread. They're liking the plus money on the money line. Ticket count almost 5-1, to one, money 2-1 to one on underdog Charleston in that game. So that's an interesting one. And the, and the number's gone up in that game. San Diego State, uh, some places open four. BetMGM open four and a half. Aztecs get up to five and a half. But, um, uh, and, and and the spread betting sort of shows that. But uh, but the money line betting, they definitely, uh, they're liking a little bit of plus money on the underdog in a 12-5 game. The other one that really interests me is Northwestern taking on Boise State. And I see mm-hmm. right now Northwestern's a one-and-a-half point favorite. Boise State a one-and-a-half point dog. I love Boise State. I think that's a terrible matchup for Northwestern. And then I look at your uh, recent article here, and you had most bet team by ticket count, Northwestern. Most bet team by money count, actually, mm-hmm. Northwestern. Only their second time in tournament history that they make the tournament. Um, so I'm guessing the book need is probably going to be going against Northwestern here in Boise State, right? Like Northwestern's Yeah, I think so. And I need to update that. I think by tomorrow morning that's going to be amended, and I didn't see an update on it today. But that was in the early going uh, from Benham Jam, Nevada. I was talking with Scott Shelton 
um, after the bracket went out and then late Sunday night after the bracket came out on some of the teams that were seeing tickets and some of the teams that were seeing money and Northwestern was certainly among them. And Northwestern definitely getting, uh, that was definitely some sharp play early on Northwestern as well. It wasn't necessarily just a public play, although to the degree that either of these teams are public, Northwestern would probably attract more public attention being a Big Ten school as opposed to uh, to Boise State out of the Mountain West. But um, but yeah, that was a, you know an odds maker I spoke with Sunday night, had Boise at one and said we saw some respected money on Northwestern, which moved us to pick. And then in the update I did today off of BetMGM, um, early tickets two to one, early money three to one on the spread in favor of Northwestern. And they also liked Northwestern on the, on the money line, even though that money line is now kind of shifted out from Northwestern being short plus money to now minus a buck and a quarter. You got two to one tickets and five to one money on the Wildcats. So, wow. uh, and again, some respected play, some sharp play on Northwestern as well. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they end up uh, need, needing Northwestern there. And again, it's just, it's always good to point out to people, especially with all these new jurisdictions, uh, Ryan, that are, that are getting involved, all the new states involved with sports betting. Odds making and seeding, odds making and rankings are two very different things. And I think the tournament illustrates that quite a bit. Yeah, without question. Talking to Patrick Everson, BetMGM tonight. Where is the money going in terms of the futures market to win the national mm -hmm. title? Well, well, let's start with BetMGM since they're the fine hosts of this show. Uh, look, they, BetMGM and a few other books are really in trouble to Houston because of Mattress Mac. BetMGM <laughs> is among... I, I, there's just, I mean, how do you get uh, around it? It's just, it's, it's impossible yeah. to sidestep. And so they were among, Mattress Pack has got about, I think, three and a half million dollars in bets out there. 500,000 of that is with BetMGM at 10 to 1 on Houston. So that's $5 million in potential liability. So really, they just need to dodge at BetMGM. Houston, Kansas is a little bit of a problem for BetMGM too, although I think that situation has actually gotten better over the last couple of days because some other teams have taken some money. Gonzaga is an issue for BetMGM, and I don't know if this was recent, but they just reported it on, I think, Sunday night. So it may have been as recent as Sunday. I hadn't seen it before that. It may have come earlier than that. But recall that Gonzaga at one point, just you know, two, three weeks ago, I think, was 25 to 1, which is kind of unusual for Gonzaga. Well, BetMGM had a customer come in and put 10 grand on Gonzaga at 25 to 1. That's a real fast way to get a quarter million dollars in liability on a team that can definitely win, you know, as, as certainly can um, uh, uh, Houston, of course. I mean, Houston's the number one ranked team in the country. So, but I was just going back and forth literally before I got on with you guys uh, with Seamus McGee on some of the uh, on some of the futures betting involved at BetMGM. Uh, obviously, the you know I mentioned Gonzaga, uh, a small loser for the books now. Houston is a trouble spot. Uh, they're okay to Duke, which is starting to improve. Duke may be rounding into form right now. But uh, he said, we're rooting for the field, basically, against Houston and Gonzaga. And he said Alabama, and Jason Scott told me this a couple days ago at BetMGM, he said Alabama would be a phenomenal result for the book, not for the betters. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. What about Kansas? Because I know we talked a couple weeks ago. They have 18 quad one, quad two wins. They're the defending champs. What kind of result is that for the book? I would assume probably a really bad one, right? It's it's not good for BetMGM. I know on Sunday night, Jason Scott said, again, he's the vice president of trading nationwide for BetMGM. And on Sunday night, he noted that Kansas and Houston were among the bad outcomes. But like I said, in, in the back and forth that I had today with Seamus McGee, 48 hours for this to percolate and so forth. 
it looks like they might be in a little bit better shape to Kansas now, and really it's just Houston and uh, uh, and Gonzaga. But um, uh, you know, just checking with a, just a couple of o- other odds makers to see where they're at um, as far as uh, um, as far as Kansas goes. I think you know that's generally not going to be a good result simply because, and especially for Ben and Jim, they've noted this before at Ben and Jim. I know Kansas is not Kansas as a state not as the university, is not a huge market, but they're all in. They're betting Kansas in every which way ever since betting went live there. Um, so I don't think Kansas is going to be the best result, but they they certainly would take Kansas over Houston or Gonzaga at this point. I'm sitting on in Kansas at 15 to 1. Um, in fact, I'm on Gonzaga at 25 to 1, and I like both those tickets right now. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Pat, I want to bounce back to one first-round game, which actually sure. surprised me a little bit. We had the opener of Arkansas three-point favorites. They've blown leads in four of their last five games that they've lost. Uh, but then you have Illinois, and I just can't trust them. So it opened up Arkansas three-point favorites. We're down to one and a half in some spots right now. What are you seeing in that game? Uh, it's a number nine seed against the eight seed Illinois against Arkansas. Illinois taking some money here? This is interesting, at least at BetMGM, because that number, uh, you know, it was it was a two and a half opener at BetMGM, and like you said, it was three at some places. Uh, it it uh, it ultimately, as you pointed out, it's gotten down to to now Arkansas minus one and a half. Tickets and money at BetMGM are still pretty solidly on Arkansas, at least as of earlier today, in the three to one range on tickets and money on the spread. But money line bets are coming in on Illinois almost. Three to one tickets and money on Illinois. So the exact opposite on the money. They're taking Illinois at the short plus money number on the money line, and they're taking Arkansas on the spread, which is kind of interesting. It's almost like a, uh, it's almost like that trend sometimes that you see crop up in the Super Bowl, where uh, provided the favorite is three or more, they take the favorite mm-hmm. spread and the dog money line. Yeah. I, Thanks I so mean, much, Pat. We got a hard out, but I, we got to talk again soon. Love, love this time of year. Patrick Everson, Patrick E underscore Vegas on Twitter. Give him a follow. Senior reporter, Vegas insider. It's Bet MGM tonight.